and welcome to the Natural Birth Co. Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to release Monique's podcast to you. It is just so amazing and it's actually been quite a pivotal time for me in my business, the process of doing her pregnancy work with her, going through her birth experience with her and then postnatally reflecting on it with her. It's actually been such a beautiful experience. So I'm really excited to share this aspect with you guys. So Monique had quite a traumatic first birth, um, as she will tell you about, where she kind of had full belief in her body to birth naturally, which it did so beautifully but because of this belief didn't really go about um, educating herself or preparing herself for birth and this unfortunately led to um, you know some trauma experience with the health professionals um, with her first birth so then her second birth she has gone about being so proactive in preparing herself and her partner for her birth experience and the process of her emotionally dealing with the trauma from her first birth we went into heaps throughout her pregnancy experience and then also the process of her becoming super empowered and strong and confident in her decision making and also watching her partner get super duper um, confident and able to advocate for for Monique and to be able to really take charge of the birth space so that Monique can fully surrender and soften into her labor was just such a beautiful experience to watch. Now, um, this process has really brought to light for me um, something that was kind of lingering for a long time. However, it just really brought this fact into the forefront of my conscious where the act of a woman feeling traumatized by her birth or not isn't whether she gets her water birth or not, her natural birth or not, the no epidural or not. What is the biggest difference is the fact that the woman and her husband or partner are so empowered, confident, and resilient throughout the whole birth experience. They're making their own decisions. They are calling the shots. They are taking control. Birth itself, we cannot control. We can control what happens to us and the actions that we take in attempt to get the birth experience that we want. And this is the most important part to not having a traumatic birth experience, way more so than you actually getting the birth that you want. Plenty of women out there will actually get the birth that they want. However, it depending on how they were spoken to or how it went down, they very well could still feel traumatized because that key component is the fact that they feel like they had full control during the birth experience. They made their own choices, they made their own decisions, and they felt confident, empowered, and knowledgeable in that decision-making. And that is a massive part of what all of our services are about, is giving you that confidence, knowledge, and power, and just reminding you of the fact that you can do whatever the heck you want in your birth experience. There is nothing that you absolutely have to do just because we tell you to. So this has been a really beautiful process of realizing that for me through um, Monica's experience and really going through the process of um, that decision-making process with her that we go in so deeply in the birth workshop um, on how to make your own confident decision-makings and seeing her and her husband just really take that take that decision-making framework full pelt into their pregnancy and birth experience was just the most beautifully reassuring thing to see. So I'm so pumped for you guys to listen to this podcast. I'm going to stop rambling now. Enjoy. Talk to you soon.
This podcast is brought to you by Natural Birth Co. We help women and their partners prepare physically and mentally for a natural and empowering birth experience. With pregnancy yoga, Pilates and workshops, all led by our registered midwife, we have a studio here on the Sunshine Coast, Australia. Otherwise, all of our services are available online. You can learn more at naturalbirthco.com. If you wish to advertise on this podcast, you can visit naturalbirthco.com forward slash pregnancy dash podcast. Now enjoy this ad-free episode. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, Mon. No worries. <laughs> so, this is Second Little Bub. How old? Um, oh God, 11 weeks, I think. 11 yeah, weeks 11 now. Weeks, yeah, it goes fast. What's that, like two and a bit months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it yeah. does go fast, doesn't it? That feels like just yesterday. I know, it's crazy. Amazing, amazing. And your second babe? Second, yes. Beautiful, beautiful. How old's Dakota, your first? Uh, he will be five end of June. So he was four and a half when Chucky was born. Wonderful, wonderful. Chucky, did you say? Yeah, so Jakan, but we call him Chucky Boy. Ah, cute. Yeah. I love that. They both have such interesting names. I love yeah, them. I know. I know. We kind of backed ourselves into a corner with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come up with like John after no, Dakota. It can't, be like, it can't be like Dakota and Ben. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Amazing. So, did you want to maybe start by talking about Dakota's birth experience yep. and like I guess when you even first fell pregnant, what situation you were in and stuff like yep. that? So, we were, um, my husband's a teacher and we were up on Palm Island um, and we um, fell pregnant up there um, and we were, we were very fortunate, like didn't take long to fall pregnant, so we were blessed there. Um, and yeah, pregnancy was was great um I'm very fortunate I do pregnancy very well um I did so um and we were very fortunate on Palm Island even though I mean you're isolated in a sense um they've got um when we were on there they had two fantastic midwives um that came three days a week um so would fly over um back and forth Monday Tuesday Wednesday um yeah so we pretty much had unprecedented access to them like we could just drop into the hospital um whenever if we had any questions if we had any concerns um and yeah they were just amazing um I can't even I can't remember the other ladies because she kind of left in the beginning of my pregnancy but Julie was um the main one um and I actually knew her prior because I had worked at the Palm Island Pub and Bistro ah. so I knew her um, from working there and stuff like that so yeah she'd come in for a brewski after yeah. work or she'd come in for um, <laughs> coffee like yeah oh, good. yeah so um, I knew her um, before <laughs> um, so that was really good and um, um, yeah so yeah we were sorry keep going yeah, all good. We, were, we were very fortunate um, having um yeah, beautiful um, midwife on the island. Amazing. Um, I so yeah, everything was going well. Didn't have any concerns. Um, uh, again, I had gestational diabetes, um, but only just. Um, so I, I was able to diet control very easily. Awesome. So that was really good. Um, 
being an island, um, they do have a hospital, but it's very small, so you don't give birth on the island. So at 38 weeks, um, all going well, they'll um, you go off the island and they put you up in accommodation um, to birth in um, Townsville. Uh, I'm surprised they leave it to 38 weeks, really. Well, I guess if, if there's anything questionable, they'll... Mm. They'll do before, but yeah. um, it is it is actually sometimes quite difficult for um, to to for the local mothers to leave because yeah. you know like their supports on the island and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So I think they leave it to thirty eight just to give as much um, time as possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, births do happen on the island, and actually, the the day that I was getting my dating scan, there was a there was a lady birthing. Oh my god! So yeah, Julie. Julie was running around. She's like, "I'm so sorry, Mon. I can't. I can't be in there with you." Because I was like, "Mate, you just do it." <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, 38 weeks. Um, went over to Townsville. Um, I was fortunate. I had um, family and got had. A, I have got a cousin in Townsville. So, um, even though I had accommodation booked the first week, um, I stayed with her. Awesome. Um, and then Patrick came out on the weekend. Um, and so we had the weekend and then he flew back to Palm. So I was the, on the 39 weeks, he flew back and my sister had actually just moved back from London. Mm. Um, and so she came up to spend that time with me. So that was really lovely. So I got to hang out with my sister who I hadn't really spent a lot of time with for oh, like years. Like she'd been overseas since for close to 20 years. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that was amazing. And she's got two kids. So, um, yeah, that was amazing. We got to spend some um, time together. Awesome. And because I was due to be induced on my due date, which was the, the, the 40 weeks, the 24th of June. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had a great um, week leading up, um, just doing all those last-minute things. Uh, Mum and Dad arrived and, Patrick came, and then Patrick flew out um, on the Friday to um for the weekend so we had the weekend together as a family and then sunday afternoon um went to the hospital for inducement um and up there they they did the hormonal tape yeah which i know you're like oh, I've never. unfamiliar with yeah, yeah it sounds so, very strange yeah so at six o'clock they inserted the tape um and then i went back to maternity patrick was with me with me um you know just showered got ready for bed basically because mm-hmm. I said oh look nothing will really happen overnight um you know so just rest so Patrick left and I um like was getting ready for bed and then yeah it was about oh, 8 30 p.m that I started feeling those um I mean I, I think I equate them to like those period kind of feeling like you yes. know I was like, oh, okay so I was in bed and they uh, in, intensified. So I called the midwife and, you know, explained. They're like, okay, we'll just get, okay, we'll just keep an eye on you. But, you know, nothing, I can't imagine you'll progress much more, you know. Mm. So I, I got back into bed and, you know, it was getting later. So I tried to um, go to sleep, but then they, you know, started getting more and more. And I got out of bed and I was walking and called the midwife and um, they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to take you down to birth suite because we just want to check what's going on. Mm. And then – and I asked, I said to – as we were walking down, I said, oh, can I call my husband? And, and the midwife said, no, 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 there's no need to. And I said, oh, okay. Anyway, so we went down mm. to birth suite. Must have been getting close to, 
midnight-ish and they said, okay, we really want you to get some rest, so would you like a shot of morphine? It'll, it'll help you sleep. And I was kind of like, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to make a decision. Patrick's not here. Um, and I just said, yeah, okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So they gave me the shot and I did sleep. Uh, I think I asked again if I could call Patrick, but they said, no, 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 not yet. Um, and, uh, and previously my sister during the week had said to me, she said, oh, look, Monique, you know, if you and Patrick would like me to be in the suite, like the birth with you, like I'm more than happy to, but I'm not, don't feel pressured if you say no, I'm not going to be offended at all, you know. And I was like, What oh. a legend. Yeah, I said, oh, thank you for that, you know. And um, and so I kind of hadn't really made a decision. But um, so, yeah, so sorry, back to the – so we're in the birth suite. So I fell asleep and then at 2.30 I woke up because my waters broke. Mm. And that's when they're like, okay, you can call your husband now. And I was like, okay. So I called Patrick and so everyone – so it was kind of funny. Everyone came up, Patrick – my mum, my dad, and my sister. Um, I don't know how they got dad into the birth suite. At, yes. one, at one point, I just find it hilarious. But he just kind of came in and said hi and walked out. Um, and he was like, I don't belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it progressed. So my waters had broken. My contractions had started. I had my had Patrick, had my sister, and my mum was there as well, and a midwife. Um and yeah, it just kind of was going along. I think it was all going well. I I tried the gas, but didn't really feel like I needed it. Mm. I believe I had the drip in, like I had the ke- like the is it cannula? Yeah. So because in case, obviously being induced, um, there was you know there was a high chance to have the sinto, mm. um, but I didn't need it. So everything progressed. Um, my sister and Patrick were really good. And I, I do remember my sister was trying to get me to move more. Yeah. Which, which is funny because, like, good looking girl. back on it. But I, and I probably didn't move as much as I should have. You probably didn't know. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I do remember her trying to you know, get me to move. Um, and then it was all progressing. And then. Can I double check? You had the induction because you were diabetic. Even though, like, it was very neutral, yes, stable diabetes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, but again, like, maybe if I knew more, I would have pushed back. Hundred percent, you would have. Yeah, because, you absolutely. Know, because everything was fine. It was completely diet controlled. Mm-hmm. You know, it had no issues at all. So. Yeah, and essentially, a controlled gestational diabetic is at just as the same risk as a completely non-diabetic woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so then it was progressing and then um, internals. They were doing into like, – I can't remember how many, but it was definitely more than – I don't know. And they're the thing, as you know, like were horrible. It was just horrible. Like, like they're the things that, that – that's one of the things I remember most. Um, yeah. One of the worst experiences. I want to clarify that an internal is a vaginal exam for yes. people at yeah. home. <laughs> Um, so that's how I must have ended up on the bed on my back. Mm. Um, and I do remember they did try to put me like, or they, I did go over the back, but I didn't feel right. And so they did an internal and she's like, yep, you're good. You can, you're ready. You can push. And I remember my sister saying to me, only push if you're ready. Um, and this woman, yeah, what a good lady to have in your corner. Yeah, and but again, I you know I just I just did what I was told by totally, the midwife because totally fair, um, totally fair. 
and she was a like I remember her being young. Not mm. and I know not that that equates to everything, but mm. I, I don't think she was as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, I was on my back, and then that's when things went south. So I remember the contractions stopped, and that's when they so they're like, okay, it looks like he's gone to sleep. Like he's fine. Like there's no issue with his heartbeat. Like he's happy. Mm. But we want to get things moving again. And that's when they gave me the drip. Mm. And I don't know if the the obstetrician was in by then or he he came in not soon after, if not then, um, you know, telling me to push. Um, we had to get him out. So they tried the vacuum. Mm. They tried it once and that didn't work. And that's um, when they got the forceps. So... Yeah, on my back, feet in the stirrups. I had my sister on one side, my husband Patrick on the other. Um, and my mum was still in the room, but I think by that point she was a bit like, and especially when she saw the forceps, she wasn't, even though, like, she's a nurse, but I guess when it's your daughter. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and so that's, and I just remember thinking, just. Like, it just got to the point where I was just like, I think I did, I was thinking it and then I yelled. I was just like, just get him out. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they, they did. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, and then they just, they must have done another internal possibly to check for this te- tearing mm. and that. And I just remember in my head, I was screaming, not, I didn't know that loud, but in my head, I was just screaming, can I swear? Yeah. Oh, stop fucking touching me. Yes. Because, you know, that. yes. And because um, I hadn't had any pain, really. Yeah. So I tried a little bit of gas, but I didn't feel I needed it. And then through the rest of it, I had, like they didn't offer it to me again. And I, I didn't ask for it. I yeah. Just, um, but again, it wasn't so much the contractions that I remember the sore. It was the internals. It was the, yeah. yeah. That's something that I find really fascinating about your birth is that the the contractions themselves didn't seem to cause you much grief. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like mm. you didn't seem like were they they were painful but very tolerable. Is that they what must you would have been because I can I, I can look at, on the fir- at the like comparing to the first and second birth. The yeah. contra- I, I definitely remember the contractions in the second one. Yeah, but the first one it's not what I remember. Isn't that interesting? It's the internals. It's the um, yes. I mean, it's to be honest, it's the internals that I remember the most. Wow! Yeah, before, cool. during, during, and after. Birth. It's so invalidated how um, invasive and intrusive they actually are. I think for a lot of midwives, yeah. they don't really put like two and two together. Sometimes no. that it's like, do I really, really, really need to do this internal right now? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, like I don't, I can't even remember the 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 sensation of tearing like that. Mm. That doesn't. Like the the act of it happening doesn't no. bring like doesn't I don't remember that. So he was out and he was fine. Like they were, like and they said to me like oh often when um th- that when there's um oh god well, intervention the mm. babies don't cry but that's okay. But he did so as mm. soon as Dakota came out he was happy and fine mm-hmm. and I can't remember if they gave me an opportunity to feed and do skin to skin. Mm. So maybe like I can't remember that. So maybe it didn't happen, but it might have, and it was might have been quick. Mm. But I was taken down the theatre because I had a three A tear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was ten thirty. So he was born at ten thirty in the morning. Mm. Um, and so we went down to theatre, 
and it's kind of it's such a it was a, such a surreal like I remember being in the room with the um, anaesthetists mm. and they were really nice and it, like it almost felt like a like a scene in the Scrubs yeah because like I was just talking to them about Palm Island and yeah like they were joking and you know um, it was. Like, I just think it – because I used to love Scrubs, this show. Yeah. And, like, it kind of felt like, a bit like that. Yeah. So then I um, – so you got two dis- two choices. You can have a spinal or a um, g- general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I decided on the spinal because it meant that I could go back to yeah. um, everyone quicker. I think that's a great idea. And you're not feeling as groggy for that, like, 12 hours after yeah. you've got this brand-new baby. Yeah. yeah. So I had the spinal, um, went in – I mean, it's all – relatively quick I think I mm. had a, I probably had a bit of a nap and then I was in recovery and that, that's when it really hit me like that's when I, I got teary in recovery and that's just when the mental the mental emotional um I don't know what you call it guilt questioning started like right. that, that almost that that's that's when it started what could I have done differently why did it happen what did I do wrong about um, what particularly just like just the whole intervention. Yeah. And yes. Yes. Yeah. With me, I'm very much a. I'm not a researcher, so bef- you know, going into birth, I just was like, oh, you know, your body knows what to do. Yeah. Like, I'm relatively healthy. Like, I'm yeah. pretty fit. You know, like yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah. And um, Julie, like our midwife, is amazing. Like, and very old school. Mm. You know, so um, has seen so many things working on Palm Island and, you know, experienced, like, loads. So, you know, she didn't have any concerns for me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, but then it's the, oh, I should have researched, I should have done this, I should have done that, you know, which didn't – which, to be honest, didn't stop for 12 or so months um, after. Yeah. So we went – I went back to the room and – Patrick was there, my sister, like my family was there, which was really, like I was really, I was really glad for Patrick that my, my family were there with him. Like, yeah. cause it, it must be daunting having, being thrown the baby and you're like, the mum's gone, like, you know, totally. so, um, yeah. It is really hard for the dads in that phase. Yeah. yeah. So I went back to the room and that's just when the pain, like just from the tear and um, the stitches yeah. just, yeah, phenomenal pain. Oh, gosh. Um, first night was okay. Um, you know, the baby's pretty sleepy and stuff, mm. so they don't need you much. And um, and then the next morning, <laughs> bless Patrick called. He's like, oh, I'm just um, just coming in. Do you just want to wheel the baby down? Like, and, we'll, and I was like. And what, we'll go for a coffee or something? No, it's like, just meet me down there and we'll walk back together. And I was like. I was like, Patrick, I can't even go up to go to the toilet. I'm waiting for you to get here. Like, oh, okay, you know, bless. So anyway. He, he just got no idea yeah. sometimes. <laughs> so he came into the room and I must have, yeah, must have, my catheter must have been taken out of by that point. So he got me up to go to the toilet and I went to the toilet and then I actually fainted when I got, when I got yes. off. Yes. Like, and um, so he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, oh, because I'd also lost blood. Um, uh, during yeah. the birth, I think about I don't know about a liter. They said yeah. I didn't need an infusion or anything or transfusion or anything, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was obviously part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were in um, the hospital till. So he was born Monday, and we left on Wednesday. Yeah. 
Um, oh, the second night I was in so much pain, throbbing, I couldn't sleep and I was mm. I was kind of annoyed because Dakota had another really quiet night and I was like, oh, I could have slept so much but I was just throbbing. Oh. And it wasn't until uh, like a year later when my I was talking to my girlfriend about it, she was like, yeah, but Monique, you should have been lying flat on your back. I was like, what are you talking about? I was, you know, you sit up in the hospital totally. bed. She was like, no, that makes all the pressure come down. Like, And I was like, I was never even told that in the no. hospital. Like, so, yeah. yeah. So the second night was really painful. And yeah. then, so for those out there who have a tear, yes. lie flat because then it's As, not like yes. if you're going to be V down yes. in the bed – it's all going to run to yeah, your vagina. So, yeah, so yeah. lie flat as often, yeah. like, you know, as often as you can, which is what I did the second time, which Great. made such a difference. Great. So then we flew home to Palm on the Wednesday. May I ask quickly, how was breastfeeding up until this point? Oh, breastfeeding was fine. Awesome. Yeah. Great, great, yeah, great. Yeah, didn't have any issues Dakota with that. just jumped on, latched, breastfed yeah. fine. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, like the first time you're kind of like, trying to make sure you're getting it right but tricky as fuck yeah, yeah but he, <laughs> always um but yeah he kind of i was fortunate in that respect too so good so, so no, good no issues there great um yeah so flew home to palm and i got off the plane and um had to code her in my arms and ironically julie was about to board that flight oh. to go home and um I was that like, would have been special. Yeah, I was like, Julie, she's, she's like, oh, hi, Mon. And she seemed really happy for me. And, but then she told me a couple of weeks later, she's like, oh, my God, Monique, I nearly cried when I saw you. You looked so broken. And because um, when, when she found out that I'd, like, birthed, obviously she has access to everything, so she she went into the notes and everything. Yeah. And she just, she was devastated. She said to her offside of Tully, who um, I worked with at the pub as well, she was like, Tuli, they broke her. They broke mine. It wasn't meant to be this way. Like, it wasn't meant to happen. That wasn't meant to, you know, she was meant to, you know, it just was not meant to be this way Have for her. Have a normal birth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she was kind of a bit upset for me. Yeah. But, um, but it was funny because when she told me that, like, she's like, you just looked so broken. I was like, oh, I thought I was doing all right. I thought I was fucking killing yeah. it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then... Um, yeah, so after that, it was physically I was in I was quite sore for a couple of weeks, um, and then yeah, as I said, like mentally and emotionally, just yeah, yeah, broken for yeah, quite a lot, yeah, a lot longer. <laughs> With the guilt of of yeah, feeling just, like you didn't, do yeah, enough. just like why, just you know, humans, we question, you know, yes. why, 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 not why me, but like why. You know, like why it happened, and yeah. I became obsessive with needing to know um, birth stories. So um, yeah. there was a there was a group of us on Palm that were pregnant. So we kind of you know, and like whenever the baby was born, I was so happy for my friend. But the f- question I really wanted to ask was how was the birth? Yeah, but and um, yeah. Just it was just in my head like obsessive like yes. you know, and um, did it bring you comfort or were you trying to get answers as to what they did different if they had? I think it was just I mean yeah, I don't know, it was just wanting to know and I think hoping that they their experience was better yeah you know and so when yeah. they said like thankfully um, yeah the 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 next few were. Um, 
they had good experiences. They were all on they all birthed on the sunny coast, but Oh wow. Yeah. So um Yeah, so it was kind of yeah, I guess I felt a bit of relief when yeah. I heard like when they said that, you know, it was a good birth. So um Yeah, yeah and yeah. It's so hard. The thing that really sings true to me in regards to your birth, and it did from the start, is that you, your body, like, did everything right. Mm. Your body knew what to do. As you said, like, you know, you are fit, you are healthy, like, you expected birth to just happen. You believed that your body would just birth naturally, which it did do. And unfortunately, from what it sounds like, is that it was us, the healthcare professionals, that were literally just impatient. Like, you weren't even meant to start labour till that morning, right? You went into labour earlier with your waters breaking, etc. So you started labour, babe's heart rate was fine, you got to 10 centimetres, and then you didn't feel the urge to push, and the contractions slowed down. That's like, and I know we talked about this in the workshop, that's such a normal thing to happen in labor is like the body gives time for that natural descent of babies and you to kind of catch your breath a bit before the intensity of the pushing phase. If you, your body even feels like pushing, like yeah. I've had so many women where they don't push once and then all of a sudden their vagina's opening with a baby coming out, like that can happen too. And I just, it's so, it's so, yeah, like shit to hear this, like, epic questioning of yourself and what you did when it was like you did nothing fucking wrong it was literally our impatience baby's heart rate was fine yeah. there was no indication that we had to rush anything yeah because and that's what they kept saying like he's fine you yeah know, like yeah so like but, what's like with it we got to get him out like vacuum forceps like yeah just let it chill let, yeah. let it happen and yeah. even with the drip why do we have to make these contractions right now like i understand we can't just wait forever but like why do we have to make them happen right now? Like, give it a couple hours. They're happy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just want to reiterate that. Like, I know you've you've done so much healing and I feel like it's been very much a process of this pregnancy, which has been really nice to be a part of. Like, so much healing from that experience. But, yeah, I just want to, again, reiterate, like, there was nothing else you could have done, Yeah, because, like, when I did tell you the story and you were like, oh, it just sounds like that, – that sounds amazing. And then it just sounds like that pause was just a natural, like, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, anyway. Kicking the fucking guts, Ames. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, so. Yeah. But, um, so then, yeah, so that, you know, we went along and um, it wasn't until we moved back down here and Dakota was about – 15 months and we had moved into our new place so I think um like my we'd it'd it'd been a crazy like since leaving Palm we'd moved lots of times like you know other things had happened and we moved to the place we're in now and like I think we were just able to breathe and my lower back just slip disc well not slip disc but I couldn't move, I couldn't bend. Like oh, I've always had a, a like a weak lower back. I've always, you know, had had issues now every now and then. Well not every now and then, but um but it was just like I couldn't pick Dakota up, like and I was just like to Patrick, this is really bad. Mm. And we so I went to a lady who uses um bio discs. I don't know if you've ever heard these like little nice. stickers and so I went to her and she did, did what she did, which helped a little bit. 
And then I went – and then I enrolled in Pilates. Um, awesome. Yeah, a lady um, – she was on Oceanic Drive then and I messaged her and I said, this is the story. She's like, oh, awesome. She's like, well, I think we, we should do a couple of privates because you've never done Pilates before. I was like, yeah, cool. So I went there and we had our first session and she was just like, you're low, like, I couldn't even do child's pose. Like, and she was just, she was like, what is going on here? She's like, it's almost like your back is fused. Wow. Like you, and she's like, I can't even do what I was planning to do with you because your back is, and so she, we just worked through that. And at one point she said to me, she said, look, I'm no expert in this, you know, um, mm. department but I feel that this is also probably an emotional thing as well Wow! because yeah. she said women that, that's where we hold a lot of our you know mm. trauma and stuff and I had told her you know a, a bit about more about the birth mm-hmm. and she said like I just feel like you know and I was like okay and another girlfriend of mine had um back in New Zealand had gone and seen a um cranial sacral therapist yes i've heard good things about yeah, them and raved about her so i googled that because her birth had been very similar to mine mm. yeah, well, she was first i was second mm. and so i googled and i found a lady at mount coolum mm. so i booked into her and the first session i just basically cried the whole session just um yeah like told yeah. her told her what happened you know and so i only i only ended up having two sessions because then covid hit uh, but even just with those two sessions was a massive release. Like, mm. I, like that, I think it was the emotional release that I needed to incredible kind of, to move forward from the experience. Correct um, me if I'm wrong. Cranial cerebral therapy. It's kind of like they tap different bits of your body. Yeah, they. Uh, so it's it's a bit like it's a kind of a combination of like Reiki, mm. not so much massage, but like you know because it was my lower back. She would. You know, she put her yeah. hand under my lower back, and um, interesting. Yes, and it just—I think it's to do with energy and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I had two sessions with her, and I after that, um, just the emotional and mental side of it was very different. Like I didn't have those obsessive feelings and um like with births like other people's like almost like instantly I didn't have that um that's incredible obsessive want to know how everyone you know yes yeah which was which for me was a great release yes so um yeah so what about the back pain did that go after that it started like it released it was Mm. still months before like Mm -hmm. like you know I was even back to because I, I started boxing again and um, that was in June. So my back started in September and then in June I started boxing again and even the coach was like, have you hurt your back, Mon? Like, and I was like, oh, no, this is good. Like, this is <laughs> this is an improvement to what it was. Just, you know. Yes. Um, yeah, so it was just a lot of yeah. – I, mean, bo- I mean, to be honest, boxing probably wasn't the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> boxing's it. pretty hard on the old body, but, isn't um, it? But, again, COVID hit and stuff. I think that's when – no, 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 it wasn't COVID. Oh, gosh, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I can't remember. But I, I, di- I didn't – I ended up 
putting the pin in boxing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it my, my back just improved and over so time. Good. So good. Yeah. That's really interesting. Everyone has such a different journey with their postpartum recovery, but that's really cool. Like, I think it's important to trial like cranial cerebral therapy. That's really interesting that yeah. that was like so helpful for releasing that emotion. Like, yeah. Because sometimes at the end of the day, you can do all the research, you can kind of think about the birth, okay, learn from it. But at the end of the day, you've got to let go somehow. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to accept yeah. that, uh, that. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's what happened. And mm. yeah, you just kind of got to learn from it and mm-hmm. move, like not move on, but mm. yeah, move, move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, and I, I think like I definitely dealt with it and, you know, we, we had come to the decision that um, we weren't going to have any more. So, I, you know, we were ha- you know happy with that. Wow. And then, surprise. <laughs> so I was like, shit. <laughs> and thankfully I had I had dealt with the emotional, you know, I like because if I hadn't even, if that, it just would have been hectic. Um, hectic. So, um, so, yeah, so it was kind of like, okay, all right. Um, once we digested the initial shock of falling pregnant. Absolutely. Um, and then, okay, cool. So then, so that's when I was like, yep, yeah, all right, how, how is this going to be different for us this time? Yes. And um, it was actually my sister-in-law who was also pregnant. Um, she was only a couple of few weeks ahead of me. And she told me about the things I don't tell her podcast. Oh, uh, yes. So that's what, so yeah, so I flicked through them and then I was like, oh, this one, this one, this one, this one sounds interesting. And then, yeah, mm. um, and that's where I came across you. Yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, so I think, but yeah, I was already doing the pregnancy yoga at um, Shine, which was yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. Really, really good. And Christy, the, um, uh, the teacher's uh, beautiful. Poor thing. She was meant to cover one of my classes the other week. Oh, was she? And then she broke her leg on that weekend. Oh, really? I know. Only a couple of weeks back. Poor thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's doing a bit better now. Yeah, because she was – Long yeah, recovery, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, she was lovely. Like, the class was lovely, the other mums. Awesome. Um, so I did two terms and then it came to um, – she was like, oh, Moni, are you going to do another one? Um, and I was like, oh, I've actually looked into this body balance. She's like, oh, I've heard of that. And it's meant to be – I've heard of Amy. She's meant to be really good. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so – That's um, sweet. Yeah, like, you know, it's kind of cool that she was encouraged – you know, like even yeah. though – Yeah. You know, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, that, that should – that'll be amazing. So lovely. Um, so, yeah, so that's when I got in contact with you and, yeah, we booked in the workshop and yeah. – um, yeah, it was really good, and yeah, and like yeah, like I said, like I remember you saying, you know, definitely the mums that get the most out of it are the ones that create it as part of their routine, a daily routine. That's it. Because um, I was trying to do it when I got home from work, but it was hot and I was tired, and you know, totally. you can make up excuses, and yes. so I was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's um, it's only you know what twenty minutes, whatever. So I just have to get up a little bit earlier. Yes. Um, because I wasn't walking in the mornings anymore, so um, yeah. I was like, "Yep, um, yeah." So started set it up in the little room, and yeah, amazing. Just, yeah, you did so well at incorporating it into your day. Yeah, that is yeah. the most important thing, yeah. isn't it? With and the body balance, I was also um, every night because of the diabetes. So yeah, so I tested positive for di- gestational diabetes. Mm. So then they then you do two weeks of testing to see how your sugars go, 
And mm. I was devastated because I couldn't control my fasting. So that's the one you do in the morning before yes. you um, on waking. Mm. And I was devastated because I knew that they were going to push insulin and then I definitely knew that they were – because at this time I was still kind of hoping that maybe I could get away with not having inducement. Totally. Um, but, yeah, like as soon as I knew I like I was going to go on insulin, I was like – like there's mm. just no way there's no way they're going to mm. and I'm yeah not push you know mm. so um all my other readings were fine like my meal ones I could control easily so there was mm-hmm. no issue there so every night I would go for a walk so me and my dog Teddy after dinner we'd mm. go for a um walk um so about you know 20 minutes um Every evening. So that was really nice. So that was like another little routine every night that so we would do. Um, so just, you know, a little bit of me time, you know, again. So that was yes. good. And, yeah, I continued walking right up until the night before. So Amazing. So, yeah, as I said, very uh, – even though, I mean, I was – I mean, I'm 40. So, mm. you know, definitely on the older side. Um, mm. But, yeah, my, my body – is very fortunate with pregnancy. So good, hey. It does it very, very well. So Yes. Um, yeah, I was very lucky. Um, so walking right up until the night before, even sleeping, like I was sleeping through the night. Wow, what? That's like, unheard of. Yeah, I would sleep through the night. The only reason I would wake is if Dakota would yell out for some reason, which yeah. wasn't a, is not very often. Yes. And, yeah. Like, Amazing. Would sleep through the night. Um, no pain sleeping. I didn't need yeah. like I didn't need any of extra pillows or anything like Amazing. Like yeah, really, really lucky. But so. I think that's hats off to you a lot as well because throughout the pregnancy, although you carry pregnancy well, you were doing the body balance every day, walking every night. That in itself is amazing. Plus some pregnancy yoga once a week in there. So good. Yeah. Like that's yeah. really, really awesome. And then I also um like I decided not to take a pregnancy uh vitamin Mm. i used the um foraged for you mother's blend Mm -hmm. Um, i was taking that and then my i have issues with iron um and so my iron was low so (laughs) they wanted me to take moltoffa oh yeah but um, I, I didn't even even though I told my doctor I, I told all the health professionals that I was <laughs> that, that's what they wanted to hear. But I was actually so I was I was on the, and you're like just stop nagging me. Yeah, I was just like yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so I was taking the forage mother's blend forage for you. Yeah. Um, and I was also um the have you heard of Love Your Guts box? Oh yes, actually I have. Yeah. So. They, uh, the spleen, I was taking, um, I took like uh, a round of the spleen, Mm. which is the highest bioavailable for Mm. iron. So I took that and then they've also got organ capsules and liver capsules. So I was taking all of that. So good. Did it help with your iron? Yeah. And my iron, my iron came up. Amazing. That's the thing. You got to like, you know, if you want, if you want this experience, if you want this pregnancy, if you want this birth you do have to put in the work for it. You do have to invest in it. You do have to invest the time in it as well. Like, it takes some work. Yeah. 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 You yeah. can't just kick back and hope that it all flows to I us. mean, and I think for some people it does. Yeah. And that is amazing and, you know, like, but like, you know, like you say in your, like you said in that podcast and 
in your workshop with um, body balance, like it's just um, the lifestyle we live now. Like we're sitting mm-hmm. more, where you know all of that sort of stuff. Mm. So, which I was kind of um, the other. Oh, the other thing I had been doing prior to falling pregnant was movement with mm. Kaizen. Like yeah, Kaizen yeah, movement. Yeah, Kaizen. Shout out to Ollie at yes, Kaizen movement. Absolutely. He's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had. St- like I, I, I got into um, that because of I was went down the barefoot rabbit hole. And, yes, and he'd, and he'd done a barefoot workshop there, and that's how I met Ollie. And then I kind of started training there, and then um, they had a movement coach um, come in, um, Coach Seabass. Yes, who um, was. Um, he's back in Colombia now, but um, he, I, yeah, he, so he would do a movement class, and then I did a few um, private classes with him. So awesome. my body was um, very much. While I wasn't, I guess, traditionally fit, like I wasn't running or anything like that. Mm. Like I was moving my body very differently to what I had mm. previously. I was squ- like, you know, doing squat, like squatting on the floor. You mm. know, I was spinal movement. Mm-hmm. Um, all that sort of stuff so amazing yeah I think unintentionally I had prepared my body prior yes you know, so in um, a really nourishing way yeah 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 amazing and then obviously once falling pregnant it, it became more pregnancy specific yeah. yes so. yes yeah. so to clarify with this first pregnancy yeah. with peeps at home so I'm sorry this second pregnancy we had the, the um, insulin-dependent diabetes, which was tricky with mm-hmm. the fasting. And then we also had the advanced maternal age, they would yeah. call it, at 40. Um, and there, what was it? there was a third thing I thought. What was in my head as the third thing? Essentially, um, it was very much looking like you were going to have an induction for yes. a few different reasons. Yes. And you were very much having to, throughout the whole pregnancy, particularly the last, like, five weeks or so, discern risk versus benefit what's the risk of an induction versus the risk of keeping on going with the ama and the diabetes going on and it was such a tricky balancing game especially because it was ever-changing right with the scans etc and the weights and yeah so we got so we we can't like like one like i'm once i was gestational diabetic i pretty much knew the chance of not being inducted were very low yeah. You know, I just knew – and, yes, I know there's people out there, you know, you can always decline and just, mm. you know, wait. But, you know, again, you, you have to weigh up the risks and the and the pressure that puts on you as well, mm-hmm. like, you know, from the system because I was going through the system, mm. reg- you know. Mm-hmm. So um, so w- we decided, yeah, okay, so f- on, on our due date, that's when we'll do the induction. Mm. So getting closer to – to um you know term i started having appointments with the um obstetricians mm. because um of of these factors mm-hmm. and again like uh, i was very oh, how, how do you not scared scared but uh what's another word um yeah, kind of, I guess, scared to have the, like, particularly the first, you know, one because you don't, like, in, the, like, well... The first obstetric appointment. Yeah, because yes. in the past, uh, you know, the obstetricians hadn't been that... Not, and, but not down here, I hadn't, mm-hmm. you know... Up north, yeah. Yeah, so, but uh, the first one went, went well. I think it was... I, I had three different ones. 
I think it was Beck that was your first was one. Was it Beck or was it Julie? Oh, I'm not too sure. The one that you do yoga with. Beck. Beck. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And she was lovely and understanding. And at that point, I was I was still getting upset in these, like, you know, talking about what had happened. And, she, you know, like, I didn't feel that they, um, how do you say, fuzzed over it. Like, Yeah, you know, they didn't dismiss it. Dismiss it, that's it. Yes. You know, she was very understanding and totally got where I was coming from. Um, but, you know, do it, she had to do her job as well and tell me the risks and stuff. So mm. I think at that first appointment, we just discussed the options. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, she, at that point, they were still wanting to do 39 weeks mm. induction. But she said, I totally get, uh, you know, where you're coming from. So how about you go home, have a chat with your husband, we'll book another appointment and then we can further discuss. I was like, that sounds great. So mm-hmm. I left really, really happy. So made the, made the next appointment, you know, went home, you know, Patrick and I discussed and we still wanted to stick with 40 weeks. So we went back uh, to the appointment and it was a different obstetrician and in my head at first I was like fuck because mm. you know you don't know but she and I forget her name as well but she was really lovely as well amazing like, really yeah. she was like that's fine yep we can stick with that 40 so we'll get that booked in for so you now good. and she's like you know Patrick's like what what what's the one thing that would make you you know and she's like it would just be size like obviously with um you know, with the gestational diabetes, there's a chance of him getting higher. Mm. At that point, he was 75th percentile. So she said, that look, that's, you know, really good. She said, but if you want, you can get another sizing scan. And mm. we're like, okay, so yes, we did. And we booked in for that. And he was tracking at 98%. And in my head, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how can he jump from 75 to 98 uh, like, in yes. two weeks? But, you know, and then people are like, oh, but that's what they do in the last few weeks. I was like, okay. So then I think that's when I called you or yeah. I spoke to you. We had a big chat about yeah, it, yeah. And I said, you know, like, um, you know, like, what do you, you know. And then Patrick and I, because then, you know, we had another appointment with just a phone consult booked in to finalise. Yeah. And so Patrick and I spoke and we decided basically at 30, like 39 and a half, which was kind of that half, you know. Yeah. So that's what we decided and that's what was booked in. How did you go about making those decisions? Because I know we go through this in the birth workshop, the whole decision-making process. Mm. And I'd like to hear, because that like, this is something that women experience so much, right? Where, you know, I'm always pushing and everyone's always pushing the fact that it's their decisions and they need to make their own decisions so that they can, you know, take responsibility, all that sort of stuff. But then they're kind of like, well, I don't fucking know. This is like a huge call and I'm not in this world. Like, how do I make this decision? So do you want to maybe discuss all the things that you considered in making this decision about not only if to have an induction, but when? Yeah, so... I mean, like I said, like the the decision to have an like to have the induction was pretty removed. Like, for me, it was removed once. Mm. Once I was diabetic, but then definitely once it was insulin yeah. involved, I just knew that you know it would be very much encouraged. And mm-hmm. yes, as I said, you you can you you have every right to deny, um, but I just didn't. I just think that puts pressure on in another way. 
Yes. You know? Oh, absolutely. So I, and I just thought, and I've had my, my sister has experienced that. Um, not my, mm. not the sister who was with me um, in the, my other birth, but my mm. my old my eldest sister. So I just was, you know, I just we we basically said yes, we will, we will do the induction. Mm. Um, but then yes, the curveball was thrown when he mm. was tracking bigger, um, and they were concerned about that. So. And it's funny because I almost went down that rabbit hole, not the rabbit hole, but I almost reverted back to not having the discussion with Patrick and making a decision prior to that call. Mm. Like I almost just went, we'll just wait and see what they say. Mm. But then I think I spoke to you. Sorry. And um, and I and I said, and, I, and that's uh, and that's when I ha- I reframed again. I went, no, 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 we we have to make the decision. Mm. Like. You know, like so good. We ha- we have to know what, what we want. Yes. So that we can, because if you go in just not having any sort of, you know, decision or, yeah, mm-hmm. it just makes it harder in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I yeah, because that that is my that that is what I can revert to. Oh, we'll just wait and see. Yes. Just, we'll just see what they say. But I just knew that you know. So yeah, Patrick and I had the discussion, and um, yeah, we just I, I can't I can't remember why we I think it was just yeah. basically it was halfway it was that halfway but point between thirty nine and yeah. and it, oh, actually it also came down to a bit of because because we've got another child mm. um, working and we don't ha- like my mum was staying with us um, she was down from um, Yapoon um, but yeah like we don't have a lot. You know, of, we don't have family on the coast, so we yeah. kind of we kind of had to make decisions so we knew what was going to happen with Dakota as well. Yeah, so, yeah. So that yeah, was yeah. that was part of it for totally, us. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. So we, I think we just kind of we went. Oh well, the the halfway point. I'm sure they'll be. Yeah. You know, yeah, reasonable. Yeah, and and credit to them. Like as I said, like the three obstetricians we spoke to in that period were all supportive amazing didn't bulldoze um yeah we're like you know yes they say what they have to say because they got to they've got to cover their ass Mm -hmm. you know they've got to you know they've got explain the risk and and protocols and stuff but yeah they were definitely um yes i i felt like they were easy to talk to and yeah and happy to work with um you know Mm -hmm. what you know work what work within what worked best for us to the, to a point kind of thing you know absolutely yeah and something I'd love to mention here is the fact that you know if you go in completely blind they will have no fuss in creating a plan for you telling you how things are going to go down and this is the way it's going to go down however when you which you guys did you do your own research on the outside you have your own conversations and you very much know what do I value and how would I ideally like this to go? They very much respect and appreciate yes. your perspective as well. Yeah. So I think it's really important to go in prepared and having had thought about it and discuss it. And I think the best way to come up with what you value and how you want things to go down is to actually vocally talk about it because then you can kind of come up with a solution together. Um, and I just think it is important to go in with that with that idea otherwise you will just get told 
X, Y, Z, this is what's happening. Yeah. And I guess that, that was a big thing with the workshop we did with you, the active birth workshop. Um, at the end, we did, we sat down and did the birthing plan. Yes. Um, and yeah, and, and as soon as I went in for the induction, like went in, that, that was one of the first questions the midwife asked is, do you have a birthing preference? So good. And, you know, when they read it, she was like, yeah, that's totally reasonable. Epic. Um, you know, there was one or two things she um, – oh, probably the only thing she mentioned, like just not fought back on, but just said, oh, just with the fetal scalpel. Yeah, um, fetal scalpel electro. Yeah, she said if, if you're in the water, you know, there can be issues because we, we didn't want that. Um yeah. There can be issues with the um, – and I said, oh, that's totally fine. Like, and, it, and in the end, I didn't even go in the shower, so that wasn't even an issue. So, totally, yeah. totally. So, again, like, you know, they that, that was the one thing that they thought could have been an issue, but they spoke to us before mm. and we, we you know, we kind of came up with, a, a, you know, something we'd be happy with if that – but in the end, it was an issue because I didn't use the shower anyway. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. So – do you want to endeavour on the birth experience yeah. of Chook now? Yeah. So we um, – He's looking so cute right now, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so Monday I was uh, had the midwife appointment for a stretch and sweep. Yeah. So went in Monday morning. Um, and that was something, again, you had discerned, like we were talking on the phone about it, mm. where it was like – should I get it? Shouldn't I get it? What are the pros and cons of it? Do I want it? Especially with the history of you disliking the internals. Yeah. Is it going to cause more bad than good? It's a constant way up. Like yeah. every single thing has its risks and its benefits. So really like, okay, what's the risk and benefit of this one? This one, what do I want to do based on those? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I decided that we would do the stretch and sweep. And I mean, it, it was – it was unpleasant but bearable. Yeah, for me, um, and she and the midwife was like, she's like, oh, she's like, this is what you are. And again, I've learned for myself. I was like, can you write that down? Because I knew I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Um, so she's like, you're two by two by two. She's she's like, you're right on the border of whether you would actually need the balloon. Yes. And she did call the birth suite, but the lady, the midwife, that she probably wanted to talk to, wasn't there. So she's like, look. We'll just keep you coming in for the balloon. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Yep. And so that was, yeah, so that was Monday morning. So Tuesday afternoon, three o'clock was when we were to come in. Mm. So we came in um, and they, they did, did the internal and she was like, oh, no, you don't even need, yes. need the balloon. And she's like, oh, this is such a waste of time for you. And I was like, oh, look, it's fine. I said, for me, it's best case scenario. Like, yes. we come in and we don't need it. So, And who knows if in those, like that day or whatever it was, it might have just opened that extra half a centimetre. Yeah. So yeah. I said, that's fine. Um, she was like, oh, I'm sorry we wasted your time. I was like, no, 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 it's all good. Like, yes. best case scenario for us. So, so she's like, yeah, all you got to do is – um, call us in the morning. She said, oh, you know, call at 5.30 for 6 o'clock or for 7 or something. And we were like, oh, can we push it just a little bit just so we can drop Dakota to, to kindy? And yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, went home. Um, yeah, we just – mum, like as I said, mum, my mum was staying with us. So that was – yeah, so just kind of we, – we'd had a – we'd Tuesday we'd actually had a massive day, me and mum running around like – Doing all those last minute things. Yeah. So we were actually all really tired. And Patrick um, was feeling really um, tired as well because he'd been working 
heaps in the garden and it would be really uh, hot. So, you know, yeah. we were all feeling like, okay, like we really need to, to chill. Yes. So we um, had dinner. Uh, mum and I went for the went for our walk. Well, oh, mum was coming with me when she was down, so we went Beautiful. for a walk. Did the stairs at the beach a couple of times. So good. Um, came home, and yeah, just you know watched a bit of TV, chilled, bounced on the ball a bit, went to bed. Yeah, basically, even with knowing what was happening the next day, I still slept really well. Um, <laughs> So many women would be jealous yeah, of that listening know, to this. Yeah, I know, I know. So, like, as I said, like, I'm well aware of how fortunate I am. Like, yeah, I, re- I really do appreciate, you know, yes. I'm very, very lucky. Um, yeah, so then called up the next morning and they were like, it was actually a, a, a friend of mine who um, I've who lives around the corner um, and we knew each other from the kids being in daycare. She's like, Mon, it's Sam. I was like, oh, hey. She's like, she's like, we're absolutely swamped. We just got hammered last night. Like, you know, so we've got no rooms to do inductions. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. She's like, is it okay if we just call you? Oh, no, no, first of all, they said call back and call back in an hour. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, it's not your fault. You know, like, it yeah. is what it is. Like, so I called back and they're like, like, we can't even give you a time right now. Like, it And you're like, yes, this induction's just going <laughs> later and later. Yeah, so, yeah I kind of thought, well, that's kind of working in our favour, really. Yeah. And to be honest, it was nice because it gave us a day, like, like, we dropped Dakota off, came home, just chilled, basically, like, watched so a movie, good. bounced on the ball. So good. Um, and then I went, I was like, oh, maybe I should try and have a little sleep. Um and they, they actually called and they said, oh, can you come in at one thirty? I was like, yep, yep, we'll see you then. Cool. So, yep, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a bizarre feeling like when you, you're driving there and you just you know that it's all going to happen. And It is bizarre with the idea of an induction. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we walked up and um, Sam, Sam was there. She's like, hey, I was like, hey. And she's like, okay, we got, got you in this room. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so we went in and it was Blair, the midwife Blair, cool. Um, who was looking after us, and yeah, the, yep. Like one of the first things she asked was for the birth preference. What a legend! I love that. That's yeah. very cool. And as I said, like looked through it, just mentioned it about the um, yeah. the FSE. But other than that, she was like totally fine. Um, you know, the, the big thing was the internals, yes. Which totally, she was happy with that. Legend. Um, yeah. So broke the waters at two forty five. <laughs> And she's like, you know, we, as we discussed, um, we said we want to wait a little, like a bit to see if we can. Perfect. Yep. So. Um, Before getting the drip. The drip. Yep. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of funny. Like mum was home, but she's not confident driving down here. So Patrick, like after the waters were broken, ducked out and grabbed, picked Dakota up from kindy and <gasps> dropped, dropped, <laughs> dropped him home, put a movie on, you know. Yeah. And then came back. So by that time, it was probably close to an hour. Yes. And nothing had happened. So we gave it another little bit and uh, then got the drip going. Yes. So I think, I think it was about 4.30 that – between four and four thirty, that the drip um, had started, and yeah, we started on the on is it two meals or what, I don't yeah, know, whatever it is, yeah. and increased it, and then it was about it was between six it was about six o'clock that I started feeling those feelings again. Okay, yeah, um, and then I think probably six thirty that they 
really started. Yeah. And, yeah, so then, um, you know, we were trying to remember everything, you know, that we'd gone through with moving and, you know, so Patrick was really good and was helping me move positions. He was so all over it in the workshop too. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so it it progressed and then it was was really funny, like, because they were getting intense and it popped into my head how my sister-in-law, who had birthed 12 12 days before, had said hers was really quick, so she didn't have time to have anything, but she said when she was getting checked after she had the gas, and for some reason that popped in, and I said to Patrick, I think I might try the gas, and um, he's like, and, and you know, him, like Blair was like, okay, come over this way, and and yeah, once I got on that, I did not let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Try the gas. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really, yeah, that, that was good. Enjoying it. Yeah. yeah so um, good. And then, so, and then I did, I, so I had to get up on the bed for an internal because it was getting, what time was it? It must have been about. Seventh, no, it was late, maybe about eight um, that they did the internal and she said, um, yeah, you've, you're definitely progressing, like you'll have the baby before midnight, definitely. Mm. And we're like, okay, cool. So then I think I got back off the bed and then that's about when transition must have happened. Yeah. Um, and I think, so I got back on the bed on my side because I remember you saying that the side on the bed is absolutely fine. Yes. Just always, yeah. Staying and off the back. Yes, yes. So yes, I was on my absolutely. side and, you know, that's – yeah, that's definitely when transition was happening. And then they – How could like, you recognise that? Like what were – what was, was transition so, for you? What was the experience? It was just so intense and yeah. just – it was that point where you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you know, like that. Yes. Really like just – yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So that that epic doubt. Yeah, yeah. In like the body. Or just, you know, you're just like, fuck, when when is it going to end? Yes. Like, even though it's kind of like just really, like it's just ramped up really. Like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Transition is just something I'm so fascinated in at the moment. It's just such an interesting phase of labor, isn't it? Like yeah. it's just so wildly unpredictable yet predictable at the same time and it's like it's an interesting necessity of nature for women to have to go through transition in birthing their baby yeah yeah isn't it like the the massive surrender of ego and control and and like the whole time perplex is just wild yeah and it was I was just like oh (laughs) and yeah so I was on my side and then they were like okay do we want to try over the back of the bed and I was like, yeah, happy to try that. But as soon as I was up there, I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like the pressure was just insane. And I was like, get me off here. <laughs> like, wow. I, I cannot deal with this. And that was from being so upright, gravity really pushing yeah, baby down. Yeah, must have been. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. just like, I can't, I can't. Like, so yeah. they put me back down. And then, Sorry, what time was this, do you reckon? So the contractions so ramped at 630 6.30. So then I reckon it must have been... About nine, eight thirty nine. Wow, because great. shift change was at nine thirty. Yes. And so the shift change happened and the new midwife came in Sue. Mm. Um and she yeah, she was really amazing. Awesome. I mean both of them were I'm so yeah, happy. Yeah, were about really, that. really good. Um 
And so, yeah, I was back on my side and they were like, yeah, so it was really happening and um, I think I still, I still had the gas, but they are like, okay, yep, he's just here. So now, Monique, we're going to have to take the gas off you so you can really listen to us because we just need you to breathe him out. You know, we don't want you to, put, you know, and like they had the heat packs because obviously they knew my history of tearing um, and they, you know, they really wanted to, to yeah prevent that yeah prevent another so they're like so you just gotta listen uh, so it wasn't directive it was just yeah. you know they were just like you just need to breathe him out you know mm-hmm. you just need Perfect. to um yeah so yeah i had patrick there and um then yeah then, then they called the second midwife in because they need two don't they yeah. To, right, yeah to catch um yeah so uh yeah and it just I mean, it was intense. Like, I wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I know some, some women love the birthing, but for me, no. Like, oh, no, like, wow. No, um, that crowning and everything, yeah, just yeah, too much. Too much. And yeah. I was um, and I was like, oh, and I, so I had my arm hooked around the, you know, the bed. Yes. Thing, and then my other hand was under with holding Patrick's and, like, I bruised my arm because everybody, yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. you know. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he, like, it, it all it all happened. Um, and, like, the, I think the first thing I said, I looked at I said, I'm never fucking doing that again. Yes. <laughs> Done. Um, but, yeah, like, it was, it was amazing, like, completely different to the to the last time wow Um, and yeah just yeah really and even just just the after like you know straight away they oh they gave me the shot to do the placenta yes um and I you know had the skin to skin and they were really good because I still had my um singlet on but they're like you know she was like okay let's get that off you because you really want to do the skin to skin and um yeah, and you know he latched straight away, and Amazing. Um, you know I, like then then they did the placenta, and that that there was no issues there, and it was funny because they're like, oh, do you want to have a look at it? And Patrick's like, nope. Yeah, I, I don't want it. <laughs> no interest, <laughs> no interest. Um, yeah, so I had the time with him, and then um, then the obstetricians came in, and like this is me all over, right? So she came in, and she was. Um, because when I had my diabetes appointment, um, not the test, but when when I was <laughs> sorry, when you I can was, do that side. When I was positive um, to have to take the insulin, um, you have to go back in and you know get shown. Um, yes, like how to do yeah. it and test yourself. Yeah. And all so that. and um, she, it was. I didn't. I didn't know straight away, but I was telling her about my birth story, and she's like, "Oh, she's like, I'm actually, I'm actually an obstetrician, but they send us here because they want us to know all about the." Um, I think her name was Amanda. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was she, funny. she's Asian, I think. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. She's great. Yeah. So and and then it and then it turned out that she had been on Palm Isle um, in Townsville <gasps> oh. a couple of years ago, and so she knew Julie, the midwife. Oh so, my god how funny so this is this is me all over so she comes in and she was, I was like oh yeah I remember you know I've just given birth and the first thing I say is oh yeah I remember you you were there with the diabetes one you you know Julie from Palm Island like, yes <laughs> she's like oh that's right yes um good memory 
<laughs> Congrats on your baby you had 20 minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> um, so she was an obstetrician. What you're like, she came in as an obstetrician into your birth. So at the so because at it, the because end. I had tearing. Yes. The, I think the midwives thought that it wasn't so bad, but they always get it checked. Yeah. And so she was the obstetrician on duty. Yeah. And straight up, she was like, "No, no, no, you, you need to go to theatre." So yeah. it was another third degree, wasn't so it? So another third degree, a three B. Three B. Like, my first thought was fuck, but then, but then I was like, well, it is. That's it. You know, That's like it. I did everything. The, the midwives, I felt supported. The midwives did everything they could do and it just, it's what happened. Yes. So that's okay. Absolutely. Isn't that, how yeah. is that contrast when it's like, you know, same thing happened last time, same thing happened this time. But the contrast to being like, I did everything I could and my team around me really did everything yeah. they could and it's what had to happen. In contrast to like, I could have done this, they could have done that. Yeah. Yeah, how different is this the to, feeling? Yeah, totally different. So, um, yeah, so yeah, they just kind of did the weigh in and all that because they're like, oh, you, oh, you'll want to know how much he weighs before you go, and and even that was all different, you know, like just this, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was taken down, and it, like it was really quick because it was a Wednesday night at ten thirty. So, you mm. know, like you know, it was really quick. So I'd, I had the spinal again. Um, yeah, so I had a little snooze, did that. They cleaned me all up, went to recovery. I was the only one in recovery. Yeah. And the, nur- like, the nurses there were so lovely. Like, they're like, oh, congratulations. So and, you good. know, like, really, like, because they were mums, like, really, like, yeah. you know. Um, Excited. So I had my little ice block. And <laughs> once my blood pressure, I think, was up f- um, fine, they sent me back, which wasn't yeah. very long at all. And, yeah, so I went back to maternity and Patrick was there with little man mm. and, um, yeah, they put him on straight away because because I was gestational, then he gets tested. Mm. Um, so he has to be monitored for 24 hours. So um, the midwife on duty, I forget her name, but, again, she was lovely and she was awesome. beautiful. She's like... You must be starving. So she went and got me like two pieces of Vegemite toast and a cup of tea. And, oh, I just woofed it down. Like, it was the, <laughs> the best tea and Like Vegemite. it was the fanciest yeah. meal ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, and um, Patrick didn't end up staying. He ended up going, which was, you know, it was, that was fine. With Dakota, yeah. Yeah, because even though mum was home, like, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, she was very much like – just now, just make sure you have to feed him every two hours because once we start this monitoring, you don't want him to drop back down because if he mm. drops back down, it starts again. Mm-hmm. So, you mm-hmm. know, um, and thankfully he was like latched really good and, and awesome. really good. So, yeah, so we were in there regardless. Um, I, we He had to be in there for 20 – we had to be in there for 24 hours to monitor him. Mm. But obviously with the tear, um, I had a catheter in um, – and then I have to see the physio and mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we so he ten thirty Wednesday night, and then we were home Friday lunchtime just after Great. lunch. Great, amazing, yeah. amazing. Can I rewind to the birth? So yeah. you said you had a on your birth preference checklist about the vaginal exams. Oh, yes. What was the preference, and what ended up happening with that? Yeah. So, um, so my preference was mi- so we spoke about this. So minimal. Yes. And you said to you said to make sure that um, no, 
like before shift change, yes. just to wait. Yes. And the other big one you said was if it's a young midwife and they want to, she wants to do one and then has to be checked again, decline, say no. Yeah. 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 But I was really fortunate. Blair was, was very understanding um, when she read the preference. Awesome. Um, and I only had one. Awesome. The whole time. And was that that one you said just like when you were kind of going through the transition? Is that just, right? Just before then. And she, yes. And, that, and, and that's when she said, you know, like you'll be having the baby before midnight. Yes. And yeah, like I don't even remember it being as trauma, you know, like it's not yes. even on my radar kind of yes and I wonder if that's as well in addition like you know if you've got someone who's supporting you who you're trusting you know even though it was a short amount of time that you only knew Blair but she was she was there for you she was listening to you she was hearing you and understanding you you know her fingers going in your vagina isn't going to be as triggering and like ick feeling as someone who's just kind of like rolling through the punches not really caring not really listening to you yeah just doing all these internals like that's going to give you a really ick, like, just internal cringe feeling. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I only end up, end up having to have the one. Amazing. Amazing. And, and even, yeah, like, and oh, so that's right. So, after, so when they came in, um, when the obstetrician came in to check the tearing, like, they, they said, she's like, okay, so this is, um, I've, this is what we're going to do. And they're like, oh, you might want to have some of the, you can have the gas. And I was like, okay. So, I did. And... Um, <laughs> I just thought, like, holy shit, this gas is strong. Like, you don't realise it when you, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like when you're during contractions because you're in so much pain. But like, yes. I was like, whoa, like, yeah, <laughs> this this stuff is like <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was yeah. with the tear you said so when yeah, they were so, checking so it. So when they were checking, they yes, said, you know, have the gas because it can, it is uncomfortable. Perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect, amazing. So. Birth went well. You had the tear, but it felt completely different this time because mm. you felt that, you know, you and everyone else around you did everything that they could do. How was that? Um, oh, and Babes was on the blood sugar monitoring, which is something that doesn't get spoken about often, but it is actually super common and can be quite overwhelming for mummers mm. when they're having to experience that. So essentially that's a little heel prick every three to six hours yes. where we test Bubby's blood to see the, the sugar levels, making sure that it's high enough, right? Yes. And it has to be 24 hours of good sugars. Did he have any lows? Mm-mm. Nah, he was good he the whole kept, time. He just kept increasing, yeah. Amazing, so. amazing. That's yeah. great. And breastfeeding was so fine, obviously. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. good. Amazing. Yeah. How's the recovery been in the postnatal experience and in comparison to last time? Yeah, totally different. Um, so... Yeah, as I said, like this time I knew about lying flat, so mm. I did that as much as possible. And it was funny because the physio even commented on it when she came in, and I said yes because I said last time I wasn't told that, and I was in so much pain. Yes, she, she was like, "Oh, that's terrible, but it's great that you know this time." Around. Yes, so that was good, and you know, just spoke through, um, like what to go through with, like what to look out for, what to do. Mm. And, and that, and that I would have uh, the physio uh, in six weeks, mm-hmm. like the physio check at the hospital. So, yeah, so went through all of that, went home, and um, I mean, it was painful, but I just nothing compared to what I remember last time. Mm. Just, you know, it was probably 48 hours, like where it was, you know, really quite painful Mm -hmm. 
and like I took a, I took medicate like I took painkillers a little bit like I am fortunate my pain threshold is on the higher like mm. I can mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like I needed them a lot mm. but just and even like Patrick commented and I and I and I and I said to Patrick I said I just I said it just feels so different and I said I don't know if it's like is it the two is it I I I'm my theory is two things. One, because it's the second time around, so your body's, mm. I don't know, been through it. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I said to Patrick, I said, I think just that, uh, like, emotional feeling, you know, and that mental thing. Like, I just re- like last time I just remembered, like, it was like I was just felt shell-shocked for weeks after. Oh. Like, just, like, what the fuck had just happened? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Like, yeah, like, I think... Yeah, just that. Yeah, I don't not know. that emotional attachment, yeah. like with that pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and confusion and yeah. guilt and oh. all of that stuff. So yeah, just c- totally different. I re- like, like emotional feelings hugely impact physical pain. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's yeah. the whole like chronic pain world and all that sort of stuff where you know often people with these chronic pain conditions the the physical um issue is healed and it's repaired however the pain is still there and that's very much like a mental kind of approach to it almost like a traumatic response to it because the trauma attached to that yes 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 I I 100% back that I hugely think that's what's really changed these two experiences for you and the other thing was uh, – a couple of the other things I did post-healing was um, I did yoni steaming. Yes, tell us about that. Yeah, so it's something – you know, you know what Instagram's like, you know. Totally. So um, actually, no, I think I – no, I learned about yoni steaming on another podcast. Um, she's, she's an American lady, but she – the menstrual cycle, cyclical – I don't know. I can't mm. remember. But she she is really interesting as well. Like she had some really great podcasts. Um, cool. And then she she actually was pregnant about the same time as me. So some of her podcasts were skewed to more towards that as well. But oh, it was I all see. really interesting. But she, yeah, there was she did it one on yoni steaming. So it was something that I was interested in prior to pregnancy, mm. but didn't get around to trying it because it's really good for um, cyclical health. Mm. Um, not that I had major issues with that, but um, yeah. But then when, you, when you're pregnant, you don't do it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, then I learnt that there's a lady in Brisbane who um, does the herbs and, yeah, she was – she, you know, there was posts about postpartum and she's actually got a postpartum kit. So, yeah, so I ordered them uh, to do that post and I said, oh, Fantastic. you know, like – I know, I think, I think in her – post she'd said like if you there's tearing and stitching like it's really good healing Mm -hmm. so it's recommended for 30 days Mm -hmm. postpartum I didn't actually start till probably seven days after Mm -hmm. so I mean probably a lot of the healing had started already Mm -hmm. but yeah so I did that and And just to clarify what that is is essentially it's like in a bucket you put some tea leaves and then some hot water Mm -hmm. and then you sit on top of the bucket or mm. whatever it's often in the toilet is that how you did it too oh no oh. Well, that's a good idea yeah there's I often like a little witch's hat thing that sits in the toilet but either uh, way yeah, yeah. then you sit on top of it and you let well all the steam go steam. up the vagina yeah. and everything yeah yeah, yeah. interesting so, isn't it mm. so i did that and then i also had a um an led panel you know oh. like the, for red 
<gasps> infrared. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I had one of those. I've got one of those. So I would steam. And then I would like sit in front of that <laughs> with like spread legs yeah. and just the infrared. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! I've not heard of that before. Yeah, because I because I know it's really good for all sorts of healing, and I and I was like, surely it's got to be good. For <laughs> so, <laughs> so for, that's so good. So for like twenty, and it was kind of nice because it was like I would just go into the room on my own for twenty minutes. I'd do ten minutes of steaming, and then ten minutes. Yes, in, in the uh, with the light. And, um, Amazing. Yeah, so that was two things that I also did. Um, yes, yeah. love yeah. that. You also did the belly binding. Closing of the bones. Closing of the bones. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes, so hold on. I just I'll, I wrote because I wanted to. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was closing the bones ceremony with Lana and she's from Belle in the Wild. Yes. Um, and... Yeah, it was something again, you know, that had come, popped up on Instagram, and I was, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I love all that sort of stuff. Like, totally, you know, like yeah. So I was like, just oh. like the nourishment, the yeah, and like I, pamper, and I, and I just thought like that's probably something that would have been very beneficial after my first birth. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't, I didn't even really contact her till after. Um, and I just said, oh, I'm really interested in this, like, I think I was about four weeks postpartum or something. Mm. She's like, yeah, that's a perfect time. So, yeah, I, I was able to book it in. And she comes to um, your house. Mm. And um, I was like, oh, what if, like, Bubs, you know, wakes up? She's like, that's totally fine. We can just incorporate him in the ceremony, you know. Oh, but he slept through the whole thing. Legend. So, yeah, she came Good boy Chuck. and um, yeah, like it's a it's an ancient ceremony that has mm. been used for you know in tribes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's just about g- closing that chapter of your life. Mm. Um, and yeah, she had a she reads this beautiful, um, amazing poem um about the the like what your, your like what your body's been through and mm. it's just yeah it was it's and it, she had a little fe- uh, um little special going in february and mm. so she actually had a printout and framed it and she took some polaroid pictures of like when you were wrapped up and oh, amazing um, but yeah she was beautiful like she was really lovely like really yes. um you know, like you just know that she's passionate and she's really good at it. Like, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, I really got something out. I mean, yeah, I think I think the big thing I got out of it this time, well, not not that I did it last time, but from this birth was, it really came to me that I was really thankful that I got to do this again and I got to have a birth that was probably not perfect but it was good you know like it was healing healing yeah that's exactly what I was thinking because like although you did all that amazing work after your first first birth and it it was just coming to me then throughout that podcast is that although this bub was a surprise nothing is more healing to a traumatic birth experience than having a positive one like birth can be and not even just to have a traumatic birth but to you know other awful things that may have happened it 
can be so, so healing if it's an empowering, strengthening, um, confident, responsible process, right? And yeah, I kind of wonder whether Chook was brought along very intentionally to really bring that next level of healing towards you and like who knows how it might even change your relationship with Dakota or even with Patrick like it just is so so encompassing birth yeah and that's what I always like because you know he was very much a surprise and I said you know and everyone's like oh I thought you were done I was like yeah we did too but obviously the universe knew better so yeah and and yeah that's what really came to me in the ceremony like was just yeah just yeah really yeah thankful that got to experience in such a positive way this time around like so cool hey so so cool like that is just the most precious thing one of my um mamas that I'm quite close with in yoga at the moment she came through with her first babe did her yoga then did her postpartum she had quite a traumatic birth with her first babe and it was very very like unexpected for her and, and for me as well to be honest like she was very much alluded you know the fact that everything was going to go fine, she had full belief in her body. She was very, very researched and very informed and then it really didn't go that well and it led to extreme trauma. Very quickly, she's become pregnant with her second babe and she's back for pregnancy yoga. And I just, yeah, I just hope so deeply more than anything that she has a a wonderful experience because it'll just be the most healing thing for her oh absolutely and my sister-in-law who birthed 12 days before me um you know her first birth was similar to you know and you know her second birth was amazing like oh you know and I was so happy for her when yeah she told me about you know like yeah and um yeah another girlfriend of mine who um her birth was before Dakota's six months before but yes, we're, we both birthed at Townsville and very similar. And her second birth was amazing as well. Amazing. And, you know, like it's just, yeah. Yeah. Like it's really good to know that, yeah, it, it's amazing. It is very – because like, like as I said, I definitely um, worked through a lot of the emotional stuff. Yes. And probably if, you know, as I said, like, you know, we weren't planning on having another one. So I was probably at a point where, yeah, like I was – but, yeah. you know, but then when falling pregnant again and you, there's just that little bit more that you're like, okay, yeah. Gotta, yeah, it's that extra, you know, it comes up again. Yeah, yeah, and obviously you have, you know, you have, you're going through the physical side of it again. Totally. So, yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, no, nah, this is, I've got to take control and. Totally, totally make it different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um. Oh, fuck, that's totally gone. It was a nice thing anyways. Anyways, it was just some other kind of woohoo spiritual stuff, but that's all G. <laughs> no, yeah, which, yeah, like, yeah, so. But, yeah, the so closing incredible. of the bones was really lovely. Like we'll just, definitely link her in the show notes. I'll get yeah, her website off yours, yeah, whatever she has. Yeah, and, and yeah. she offers other, um, other like, Reiki. Oh, that was the other thing. So during the ceremony, you know, does the, the, the wrapping up and um, – and she played the drum a little bit, which was just beautiful. Oh, and, divine. Um, and then she does a Reiki. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't say anything much about the Reiki, but afterwards she's like, look, you know, I never I never say I'm going to get a re- much from it because, you know, I don't want the person to expecting for me to be out, like to say a whole heap after, but she's like, I've got quite a lot from you. Yeah. So that was really nice as well. Wow. And, um 
Yeah, so um, yeah, she was just really lovely, really nourishing, and just beautiful. Really, um, yeah, what so a beautiful experience. Yeah, 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 really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really was like amazing. Yeah, so it was kind of a nice way to round it all. Yeah, out kind of thing. I hear you. I yeah. hear you for sure. Yeah. Amazing. Is there any parting words of wisdom you wanted to give to any of the women out there? This is what I was going to say. It just came back to me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's actually not a big deal. I just got excited because I remembered what I was going to say. But essentially, um, yeah, it's interesting how so many women it takes having a first baby. Like you don't know the world of birth. You don't know the world of hospitals and hierarchies and the pressure of birth, right? And it quite often takes having a not so great first birth experience to then one second time round to go and source, you know, the education and stuff that you need to to seek people like myself out to, to then have the birth that you want. Like that story that you had is like you know, quite common and you were saying all your friends as well that they have a, a not so great first time and then have a really great second time. And it's it's really hard, don't you think, to explain to a first time mum just how important this birth prep stuff is? Yeah, like, because you just got no idea and, and, and yeah, you just believe your body's going to do what it does, like, you know, like... And that the birth professionals know exactly think, how oh, to help like your like body animal, to birth naturally. Animals have babies all the, you know, like... Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I've I've had a couple of friends who've had fantastic births, like first and second. Yeah, and um, yeah, like and and it's funny, like they don't understand where we're coming from, mm. but they're still so supportive. Yes, you know, and it's funny because everyone, like, I'm not, you know, I was never shy of ex- telling my experience, but uh, like my friends and family all were like really supportive about all the stuff that I was doing um, um, to you know have the you know yes. have, have an optimal kind of birth so yes. yeah yeah that's yeah. so lovely isn't yeah, it yeah like they were all really um, excited for what I was doing and, and like I'm kind yeah. in my group of friends I'm always kind of known for doing things a little bit you know like, <laughs> the hippie one yeah kind of, <laughs> a little bit like um, I mean Although a couple of my other friends did the hypnobirthing, which, uh, yeah. which I mean really appealed to me, but um, you know, the the you know because it was like a five week, yeah, you know, and like we you know as I said we don't have the support for, yeah. for someone to have Dakota and that, so that was never really an option for us this yeah. time. Um, but in saying that, I think you were probably the perfect fit anyway because of the induction and because. You, and that's what I was saying to like everyone, you know, whenever I would say like Amy's amazing because one, she believes in a holistic side of it, but she's still in the system. So she knows what goes on mm. in the system. Yeah. So you're, you're getting like a complete picture of what, and uh, you know, as I, yeah. you know, especially for us, like induction was always going to happen. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Because realistically, like, um, at the end of the day, majority of us are birthing in the hospital system and we do have to know how to – I'm just such an advocate. We have to know how to navigate it. We have to know – and, like, for some of us, um, it very well is a safer option to take some forms of medical intervention. might be minor, might be bigger – um, but it is really important to not let that one choice get swept away. And that's unfortunately something we see a lot with the hypnobirthing mamas is that as soon as, you know, they hit a point where they feel like it's the safest thing to get an induction or an epidural or whatever, they 
like everything's out the window. They just think they just have to surrender to whatever they're told after that because they don't know how to navigate that system. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, so any parting words of wisdom you have for our women could be about anything, pregnancy, birth, (laughs) postnatal. Yeah, I just think being informed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely being Mm -hmm. informed and empowered is just makes everything – well, I mean, that's talking from my experience, just makes everything mm-hmm. – um, it just it, – yeah, it just makes you feel empowered, like, yeah. you know. And and as I said, like, it's that's coming from me who is very much a, oh, it'll just happen as it happens. Yeah. And like, as I said, there was that one time where I almost fell back into that frame of mind, but I was like, no, i got to take – Take know, control. Take, take control. Like, we, we've got to have a conversation so that – we can we can put our side forward. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah. Yes. Being, I think the empowerment is the biggest thing. Legend. They go yeah. hand in hand, don't they? Knowledge yeah. and empowerment. Yeah. Absolutely. Love that. Oh well, thank you so much for That's coming right. on the podcast and telling your amazing story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. All of our podcasts are recorded live in the Facebook group, so you are not only the first to listen to the podcast, but you are able to ask questions throughout the podcast. If you wish to jump into the Facebook group, the link is in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you left a five-star written review, shared this podcast with someone who would appreciate, or even share your recent listen on your social stories. Talk to you soon.